Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of my pillow, here to tell you about my Giza Dream bed sheets. I made sure that they would be everything you'd ever want in a sheet set. I started with the world's finest cotton called Giza. It's only grown in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all meet. The long staple cotton makes my Giza Dream sheets ultra soft and durable. They come with extra wide pillowcases to fit over any pillow and extra deep pockets to fit over any mattress. Not only that, they come with my 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. And now you can get the best sheets ever for the best price ever. When you buy one of my Giza Dream bed sheet sets, you'll get another one absolutely free. I personally guarantee that they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Radio. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The American Journal. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. You're watching us on band.video, infowars.com, however you're finding us. We are very glad that you're here. Big show we have for you today. Tons of videos to show you. Lots of big stories to cover. We'll be taking your calls throughout the second and third hour. We'll be joined in studio by Christy Lee in the third hour. We'll be taking your calls uh, throughout that entire time. We have a lot of videos to show you. Uh, Like I said, a lot of major developments happening in the realm of uh, free speech and elsewhere. We'll be talking about the extradition of Julian Assange, which has now been approved by the UK House uh, Home Secretary. And we'll be discussing that uh, pretty extensively and looking into what you and all of us can do to help this truth teller. But in the meantime, there's other free speech goings on. Elon Musk gave an all-hands speech to Twitter yesterday that was captured by one of the people involved and then leaked to Project Veritas. Uh, Elon Musk, that's very... uh, very strong things to say about freedom of speech, and he seems to be firmly on the side of expression without limitation beyond the, the reach of the law. So here it is, the video leaked by Project Veritas of Elon Musk during that Twitter all-hand meeting yesterday. I think it's essential to have a, a free speech. Um, and for and to be able to communicate, yes, yeah, communicate freely. If there are multiple, multiple opinions, but you know, and, and just make sure that we're not sort of uh, driving narrative. In order for uh, people to have trust in Twitter, I think it's extremely important that there be transparency. I think Twitter, in terms of like serious issues, can be a lot better at informing, informing people about uh, serious issues. How many times has have the media gotten it right? Well, I would say almost never. Not, not never, but almost never. Can we talk uh, briefly about your political views? Well, my, my, my political views, I think, are uh, moderate. I'm in favor of, uh, of, of moderate politics. Um, but, but, you know, allowing people who have, like, uh, you know, relatively extreme views to, um, you know, to express those views within, within the bounds of the law. You know, it's, it's free speech within within the context of the law. So it's not, I'm not definitely not suggesting that we, you know, um, just flout the law because we'll get, we'll get shut down in that case. Um, and and I think there's also um, there's freedom of speech and freedom of reach. So I think people should be allowed to say you know pretty outrageous things that are within the bounds of the law, but but, but then they don't you know it doesn't get amplified. It doesn't get 
you know, a, a ton of reach. Um, and and um, I think an important goal for Twitter would be to try to include as, as much of the country, as much of the world as possible. So the things that I've said about Twitter, I think, are need to happen um, in order for it to be, um, uh, you, you know, to really go, go to the next level. I mean, I think, to, like, the potential is there for Twitter to have, an, you know, be accessible to an order of magnitude more people. Let's say the far left 10% and far right 10% were equally upset on Twitter, then that would probably be a good outcome. The standard is much more than not offending people. The standard is should be that they're, they're very entertained and informed. Well, I like that quite a bit, and it's uh, looking up for Twitter, which is good. You know, they need all the help they can get, especially since new alternative media outlets are cropping up, such as Truth Social. Gavin Newsom, governor of California, just joined Truth Social. Here's what he had to say about that. Hey, everybody. It's Governor Gavin Newsom, and I know we're all on this platform in search for the truth. But the truth is I've not been able to find a simple explanation for the fact that we have a red state Murder problem. Eight of the top. Uh, uh, false. Uh, false. Fact check. Uh, fact check. Actually, this requires context. I love it. I love that he's going on truth. I think truth should surround every one of his tweets, every one of his posts on truth with a red border, with an alarm symbol that says fact check. Get the context to what this guy's saying. Actually, here's the facts. Here's a link to uh, you know news articles that contradict what Gavin Newsom's saying. I think every one of his posts should be embodied in a frame that contradicts what he's saying. I think that's the way to move forward. Don't kick him off. Keep him on Truth Social. Just give people a context so they understand that he's a despicable liar. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the American Journal. Very special Friday edition for you here. We're going to try to have fun today. I woke up in a really bad mood, I guess you could say. Just just opening up Twitter, looking at the headlines, just thinking, oh boy, I hate these people. (laughs) Just waking up feeling hateful and furious. Uh, But... You know, that was a couple hours ago. Now I'm feeling uh, like it's just all hilarious. So hopefully we'll just – we'll keep the mood up today, and uh, I'll need your help doing that. So we'll open up the phone lines nice and early, taking your calls uh, throughout the show today. Joined by Christy Lee in the third hour. She'll be in studio with us talking about uh, the latest developments in her uh, saga, her contention against the school boards here in Central Texas, and, uh, of course, chatting with you folks on the phone lines. So we'll get into all of that. But let's begin today, as we always do, with our Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Friday, the 17th of June, 2022. UK Home Secretary approves extradition of WikiLeaks publisher Julian Assange to the U.S., where he would face a 175-year sentence. It's a dark day for press freedom and for British democracy. This de- this decision, however, will be appealed yet again. This from the WikiLeaks official Twitter account. They say it's a dark day for press freedom and for British democracy. Anyone in this country who cares about freedom of expression should be deeply ashamed that the Home Secretary has approved the extradition of Julian Assange to the United States, the country that plotted his assassination. 
Julian did nothing wrong. He's committed no crime and is not a criminal. He's a journalist and a publisher, and he is being punished for doing his job. It was Preeti Patel's power to do the right thing. Instead, she will forever be remembered as an accomplice of the United States and its agenda to turn investigative journalism into a criminal enterprise. Foreign laws now determine the limits of press freedom in this country, and the journalism that won the industry's most prestigious prizes has been deemed an extraditable offense worthy of a life sentence. The path to Julian's freedom is long and torturous. Today is not the end of the fight. It is only the beginning of a new legal battle. We will appeal through the legal system. The next appeal will be before the high court. We will fight louder and shout harder on the streets. We will organize. We will make sure Julian's story be known to all. Make no mistake, this has always been a political case. Julian published evidence that the country trying to extradite him committed war crimes and covered them up, tortured and and rendered, bribed foreign officials, and corrupted judicial inquiries into U.S. wrongdoing. Their revenge is to try to disappear him into the darkest recesses of their prison system for the rest of his life to deter others from holding governments to account. We will not let that happen. Julian's freedom is coupled to all of our freedoms. We will fight to return Julian to his family and regain freedom of expression expression for all of us. Very well said, and of course, he has our full and uh, you know unreserved support. Dude is an absolute hero who has paid the price for his heroism in a world that's run by evil. It's painful and costly to be heroic, I guess. But of course, it also just flies in the face of everything that the United States government claims to care about, claims to be the central reason behind why we send tens of thousands of people off to die and hundreds of millions of dollars worth of weapons off to continue war has nothing to do with these rights we hold so sacred, such as freedom of speech. They would get rid of freedom of speech tomorrow if they thought they could get away with it. And if uh, somebody publishes something that the United States government doesn't want published, you'll see levels of tyranny that puts the most despotic authoritarian in Russia or China to shame. So, it's really just exposing the hypocrisy at the heart of our establishment in the international coalition of countries that have decided that they run the world in opposition to their very own people. So Godspeed to Julian Assange. We'll tell you how to uh, support him and follow his case in just a little bit. But moving on here, the top, top – another story about mainstream media or media in general. Top fact, uh, fact checker USA Today forced to delete articles over fabricated sources. USA Today, which is used as a fact checker by social media platforms, was forced to delete 23 articles from its website after an investigation found one of its reporters had fabricated sources. The news outlet has an entire section of its website dedicated to fact-checking and is used by Facebook to fact-check stories published by other outlets, downranking them in algorithms as a form of soft censorship. However, it appears as though USA Today should have devoted more resources to fact-checking itself before publishing articles by its own staff. USA Today's breaking news reporter Gabrielle Miranda Miranda uh, fabricated sources and misappropriated quotes for stories the news outlet confirmed on Thursday. The outlet cut conducted an internal audit after receiving an external correction request on one of its published sources. The 23 articles which were removed for not meeting the paper's editorial standards included pieces on the Texas abortion ban, anti-vaxxer content, and Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Oh, color me surprised. I actually am surprised. I'm surprised that they actually did something about the fake news they publish every single day. Wow, they, they found her, the one journalist who published lies. How is it? The whole the whole system is uh, pure once again. They got the one lie publisher in the mainstream media. Now it's uh, pretty hilarious, actually, that uh, 
I only found one, but there you go. Meanwhile, justthenews.com reports total illegal immigrants crossing border under Biden is greater than the population of 23 U.S. states. President Joe Biden and his administration insist the southwest U.S. border is closed and federal immigration laws are being enforced. But since Biden took office, more than three million people have been encountered or apprehended entering the U.S. illegally from over 150 countries, according to Customs and Border Patrol data. And that number does not include so-called gotaways, the term used for those crossing the border illegally who evade capture. CBP doesn't report the number of gotaways publicly, but Border Patrol agents who spoke to the center square say there are more than a million since Biden took office, setting the total number of border crossings at more than four million. The most populous. uh, Yeah, that's uh, more than the individual populations of 23 states, Puerto Rico and the District of Columbia of the most populous of those 23 states. Those entering illegally since Biden took office totally uh, total is slightly more than Oklahoma's population of four million more than Connecticut's 3.5 million and more than Utah's 3.3 million. It's even more than Nevada's 3.3 million as well. So just entire states worth of foreigners crossing our border under Joe Biden in just the two years he's been in office. It's an unsustainable invasion, but I repeat myself. Daily Mail has this story, which is just, it's just, folks. How to have sex with monkeypox, bizarre CDC guide revealed. CDC releases bizarre guide telling patients to, quote, keep their clothes on or, quote, masturbate six feet from their partner if the urge arises while infected. The CDC tells people infected with monkeypox not to have sex with each other. (laughs) But in cases where the urge arises, it has a bizarre list of do's or don'ts. People typically catch monkeypox by touching infectious skin lesions, but it can also spread in the air through sustained face-to-face contact. Tell you what, just here's an idea. How about you exercise just a modicum of self-restraint? Just a just a little tiny, just a touch, just a little pinch of, you know, not achieving satisfaction on your desire immediately at this very moment. How about you just be an adult and wait till you're over the monkey pox, okay? That's my, that's, that's my guidance. I didn't need a CDC million-dollar salary to come up with. Just don't do it. Just, just don't do the thing that spreads the disease. Just don't do it. And it's like Brave New World. Their whole, the whole thing in Brave New World was just shortening the time between a desire and its satisfaction. And it's just like that's, that's the mindset of these people is just, uh, well, they, they – they have, a, they have a desire. So how do we satisfy that? Well, you're going to spread monkeypox if you do. It doesn't matter. We have to do it. We have to satisfy this urge immediately. We are animals. We are incapable of, of controlling ourselves. We have no free will. We are, we are just victims in, in the, the sway of our you know, hormonal impulses. It's incredible. Finally, we have this story. White House rolls out task force to curb online abuse. Oh, you thought the disinformation governance board was bad. Well, that's still going, and now it's being led by Michael Chertoff. Uh, but now they've launched a whole new uh, tr- Ministry of Truth apparatus. Groups will create recommendations for governments, companies, and schools to address the link between online harassment and violence in the wake of school shootings. So, you know, you either allow us to censor and control speech on the Internet, or it, school shootings are your fault. Okay, that's how this works free speech being destroyed in this country what else is new prepare today.com
preparetoday.com or simply follow the URL that is a hyperlink to preparetoday.com from preparewithalex.com. High quality storable food is now back in stock, ready to ship to you and your family. We've not sold food for three months because there was a wait. Now there is not a wait. Almost every other storable food distributor is completely out and will not have more food for months, if ever. And the prices are exploding. Ladies and gentlemen, now is the time to protect yourself and your family and not be dependent on the system. The time to be self-sufficient is now. We have the best deals on high-quality storable food and a whole spectrum of other preparedness and survival items right now at preparetoday.com. That's preparetoday.com or simply type in preparewithalex.com and it's a hyperlink to preparetoday.com. Get prepared now at preparetoday.com. Dinesh D'Souza's new film, 2,000 Mules, is the most important documentary in modern times because it proves how the deep state stole a 2020 election and how they're planning to steal future elections and complete our journey to basically being like Venezuela. Now, it's great that it's online. It's great that millions watch it online. But you need to have the high-quality HD DVD in your library with the expanded extras so it can't be censored in the future and so you can show it to everyone you know. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and get 2,000 Mules mules today and get it discounted up to 30% off when you get it with other documentary films like Endgame, Blueprint for Global Enslavement, the seminal classic that predicted the Great Reset, and of course, part one, part two, and now the new part three of COVID land. Get them separate, get them together, massively discounted at InfoWarsStore.com. But everyone needs to have 2,000 mules in their library so the globalists can't censor it. InfoWarsStore.com to get 2,000 mules today. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. watching uh, the American Journal, InfoWars.com. Remember, you support everything we do here by going to InfoWarsStore.com. Lots of great things on sale right now. X2 is 40% off, but when you buy it in combination with vitamin D3 uh, and uh, another product, I always forget what the other one. Oh, immune support formula. That's right. Let me tell you what, he, what you can actually get here. Survival Shield X2, it's back in stock and 40% off. The immune support trifecta pack, that's the 50% off Package three bombshell products, Rivashield X2, vitamin D3, and the immune support formula. Or you can get uh, multivitamin with that. So you get the four pack. That's immune support, Survival Shield X3, uh, X2, vitamin D3 gummies with calcium, and the whole food multivitamin. You get 60% off of those products. So buy more and save more and support this mission we're on by going to InfoWarsStore.com. With that, we have a lot of videos to get to. We'll open up the phone lines early today, but let's get to uh, some of this stuff first so we, we don't keep you on hold for too long. I want to go first to, well, I was going to cover January 6th. There was the third January 6th hearing yesterday. It's getting even less attention than the first two. It's uh, basically a complete failure, and uh, they have nothing, and it's, it's pretty hilarious. So w- we will cover that, but another hearing took place on Capitol Hill, and that was questioning of Anthony Fauci. He was questioned by uh, Rand Paul about kickbacks from vaccines. He had some pretty 
interesting answers to it. Let's go now to clip number 13. Here is Rand Paul asking Fauci about these kickbacks for the vaccines and whether whether anybody in positions of power were uh, getting a little something on the back end for their, you know, poisoning of the entire United States with an experimental gene-altering jab that doesn't do anything to protect you against the virus. Let's see what Anthony Fauci has to say. Another question for you. The NIH continues to refuse to voluntarily divulge the names of scientists who receive royalties and from which companies. Over the period of time from 2010 to 2016, 27,000 royalty payments were paid to 1,800 NIH employees. We know that not because you told us, but because we forced you to tell us through the Freedom of Information Act. Over $193 million was given to these 1,800 employees. Can you tell me that you have not received a royalty from any entity that you ever oversaw the distribution of money in research grants? Um, well, first of all, let's talk about royalties. That's the question. No, that's the question. Have oh, you ever no, overseen, have you ever received a royalty payment from a company that you later oversaw money going to that company? You know, I don't know as a fact, but I doubt it. I well, well here's the go- thing is, why don't you let us know? Why don't you reveal how much you've gotten and from what entities? The NIH okay, refuses. That, Look, we ask them. We ask them, the NIH, we ask them whether or not who got it and how much. They refuse to tell us. They sent it redacted. Here's what I want to know. It's not just about you. Everybody on the vaccine committee, have any of them ever received money from the people who make vaccines? Can you tell me Uh, that? Can you tell me if anybody on the vaccine approval committees ever Uh, received any money from people who make vaccines? Soundbite, number one, are you going to let me answer a question? Okay, so let me give you some information. First of all, according to the regulations, people who receive royalties are not required to divulge them, even on their financial statement, according to the Bayh-Dole Act. So let me give you some example. From 2015 to 2020, I the only royalties I have was my lab and I made a monoclonal antibody for use in vitro reagent that had nothing to do with patients. And during that period of time, my royalties ranged from $21 a year to $7,700 a year. And the average per year was $191.46. It's all reda- it's all redacted, and you can't get any information on the eighteen hundred scientists. Your, your time is so long. So we want to know whether Senator or not Paul. people got money from the people who made the manufacturing. Senator Paul, vaccine. your time is long over expired. I gave you an additional two and a half minutes. The witness has responded. We are going to move on, Senator Sanders. Pretty hilarious. You can find that video at uh, Infowars. The article is called Rand Paul Shreds Fauci on Lack of Government Data Supporting Boosters on, uh, for Children. And, of course, that was the big topic yesterday, and we'll, we'll talk about how they made that decision and what some of the FDA said before they uh, uh, passed this. But I want to go to another video here. But just on uh, a note on that one, right, I mean the most telling answer there was Anthony Fauci saying, well, we actually don't have to uh, disclose any of the money that we make. Uh, but I will tell you that I made $21 one year off this thing. As if he isn't the sole purveyor of hundreds of millions of dollars of taxpayer money and he gets to pick and choose where it gets doled out to as if he hasn't been in bed with the pharmaceutical companies since the 1980s. Just read RFK's book.
book. The dude is as corrupt as they possibly come, and this little weasel sits there and says he made $21 a year as if we buy that. It's like they can't help but just go full overboard on their lies. Like it would be one thing if he was like, look, you know, I, I provide valuable services for uh, these companies and they they like to, you know, they, they pay me and, you know, it's not a ton, but I, I do make money. You know, you could, you could be sort of reasonable with it, but no, instead he claims – I've I've made twenty one dollars in my whole life. I've only ever made twenty one dollars. I I lose money for this. I'm a volunteer. I just I do it out of the goodness of my own heart, as if he didn't set himself up as the unquestionable uh, master of the world when it came to COVID. That's the funniest thing. People were like, "But how do you know he's corrupt? Like, can you prove that he's making money off of this? You understand that he was gallivanting from interview to interview." for a year and a half being praised like a god by everybody who's anybody. You get that that's more valuable than money to people who are narcissists. You understand that he wrote books that became immediate bestsellers, and he probably didn't even write. He just paid for somebody else to. You get that he's had documentary after documentary based on him. You know he's enriched himself by millions and millions of dollars throughout this whole thing, and he still controls the purses of uh, the NIH and gets to determine where funding goes for research into pro- – like the man is a – well, he's just a top-level bureaucrat. He's not really a doctor, but he wields hundreds of millions of dollars just because they don't go into his personal uh, bank account. doesn't mean he's not getting the advantages of these funds and, of course, the praise and the, and the groveling at his feet – and everybody who's anybody demanding that he not even be questioned or criticized. That's ridiculous. But uh, there's another interesting exchange that took place. Here is uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci talking about Chinese research. Clip number two. My last question uh, for Dr. Fauci. Dr. Fauci, the NIH is still funding research in China, at least some $8 million since 2020. In the intelligent community's 2022 annual threat assessment, the Chinese Communist Party is presented as one of the top threats to the United States, along with Russia, Iran, Syria, and North Korea. To my knowledge, only China is receiving U.S. research dollars. The CCP controls their scientists and controls the release of research results they work on. However, NIH grants policies requires that grantees to maintain supporting research records, which they cannot do when those records are under control of the Ooh, Chinese NIH, Communist uh, Party. NIH uh, funding Chinese studies. Will How will Fauci respond? Will he apologize? Will he back down? Find out on the other side of this commercial break. I don't break. care if you work in a cafeteria or pump gas or whether you're a farmer, a rancher, a doctor, a lawyer, or a millionaire. Fortune and Money Magazine have all done these profiles. You see it every year. 30 different tax returns, 30 different answers. 50 different tax returns, 50 different answers. And almost all of them just screw you over, especially the big firms and and, and the big tax groups, because they're part of the system and they don't want the general public understanding this and knowing this. So it's a very important situation with inflation and all the things out there hurting everybody to be able to do things tax-wise that's legal and lawful that allows you to keep more of your money. We wouldn't even be here if I hadn't gotten great tax advice in the last few years. The only way you fail is not writing down the URL, jonestaxrelief.com, one word, jonestaxrelief.com, or call 833-900-4285, 833-900-4285. 
Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I want to point to one person who is most responsible for the downgrade of health in this country. I would look firmly, squarely, exclusively at Dr. Anthony Fauci. He's been the head of the NIH since the early 80s. It's under his tenure that we've seen the vaccine schedule explode where before there was something like four vaccines now there are 60 something i mean it it is it is wild how many vaccines are on the child the official childhood vaccine schedule but of course it's imperative that companies these pharmaceutical companies get their vaccines on the childhood schedule because once it's on the childhood schedule then you're immune from persecution and from litigation um, because of side effects. So if you're going to have a a risky vaccine that potentially has side effects for which your company would be sued for millions or billions of dollars, then you're going to want to get it mandated for children because then you can't be sued for it. That's how backwards and nonsensical our entire system is. And the person who brought this about and helped to create it and put it in place is, of course, is, of course, Anthony Fauci, the very same one who funded the experimentation on the coronavirus in China in the Wuhan lab that created the pandemic was the one who has mandated vaccines and has encouraged lockdowns, which has destroyed our economy and led to the inflation and uh, collapse of this country. I mean, the fact that this man is still free, let alone out there able to lie and dissemble in front of the Senate is a real condemnation of our entire government system. And the really exposes the lie that the, the people are in charge and that those in power are not above the law. He clearly is. He clearly is above the law. There's no denying that. The man has single-handedly destroyed our economy, our health, and uh, a lot of ways our unity. But of course, he's had accomplices in this. It's not just him. It's the entire rotten system. He's just an outgrowth of it, a, a poor, a, uh, a growth, uh, a, a blister on the ass of America. So let's go back to uh, the questioning of Anthony Fauci. Here, a representative is pointing out that Anthony Fauci continues to this day to fund risky experimentation with the Chinese communist government. And uh, he's asked if this is ever going to stop or if you're even going to try to justify why this would ever be a good idea. Uh, Just wait for his answer here. Let's go back to this clip now. When will you as director of NIAID stop funding research in China? Thank you for that question, um, Senator Marshall. Uh, we have at the NIH and in other agencies in the federal government had very productive, peer-reviewed, highly regarded research projects with our Chinese colleagues that have led to some major advances in biomedical research. So it led to, it led to COVID. To it led to coronavirus. To stop funding Chinese. We obviously need to be careful and make sure that when we do fund them, we have the proper peer review and we go through all the established guidelines. I might point out that grants that go to foreign countries, including China, have State Department clearance. So anytime oh, the that State we do Department. fund anything in China or any other country, 
it has to go through a clearance with the State Department. Oh, wow. but, but you would not deny that the research done through EcoHealth, that the records, the, the studies from there, that we still do not have access to them. Is that correct? We have, no, Senator Marshall, we have access to an extraordinary amount of information that has gone there. There is a question that people raise with things gone on there that we didn't have access to. But if you look at the grant, the $120,000 to $130,000 a year grant that was given from EcoHealth as a subaward in China to ask a very relevant, high-priority question, we have received from them published literature with data that shows that they have done what they were given the grant for. Now, obviously, none of us know everything that's going on in China, but if the, if, if the question oh, at funny. hand is the rather small grant, peer-reviewed, high-priority grant that was given from ECO to China in a sub-award, we have a lot of good information that's in the published. Do you have all the information that, that you think Marshall, that we should at have? This point, I'm going to move on. We have a number of senators. We have three votes that have been called, and I'm, I'm going to move on. So again, I mean, let's not deny the fact that the man has incredible rhetorical skill. I mean, he's a, he's a trained Jesuit, right? He's a very well-spoken man who just, you know, certain people like Jin Psaki has it. Uh, Anthony Fauci has it. Joe Biden does not have it, unfortunately. Like you can tell when people don't have this ability versus when they do. The Jean-Pierre lady compared to Jin Psaki. They Neither one of them have any information. Neither one of them are telling the truth. Just one of them can phrase it in a way that baffles the less intelligent. So, you know, Anthony Fauci right there, again, just asked a very simple question. And you really just have to just remember, I mean, these people are just human beings. And just think about if your friends or your family responded in this sort of way, you wouldn't trust them at all. You would just be like, what are you doing? Like, why are you talking like this? Stop like what why don't you just tell me the truth just stop lying to me why are you doing this it's just happening on a on a national scale and uh, of course they get away with it because they're supported by the democrats who just unfailingly run and play defense for whoever they're told to it's very bizarre it's very strange george soros anthony fauci uh klaus schwab right mark benioff like these people who just despise you and just start doing everything to destroy your country and your way of life. And uh, yet when they're just caught openly lying or uh, dissembling in front of the, the Senate, the Democrats just, they can't help themselves. It's like a Pavlovian instinct to just to protect them, protect the liars, protect the agents of the state from being discovered as, as hypocrites and frauds. I don't know. I don't know why they, uh, have this knee-jerk instinct to protect these people who they who have done nothing to deserve their respect or support or uh you know undying adherence but they get it i don't know they they do nothing to to warrant the the obsessive you know love of democrats but they but democrats give it to them they they love them for some reason it's very weird it's very strange it's very odd but uh, there, of course, you see the. I'm going to cut you off there. We're going to stop. We're going to stop asking questions of the poor man, the poor man who sent hundreds of thousands of dollars to Chinese labs that then released the coronavirus. How dare you question him about that? And of course, his only 
comeback is, well, the Chinese communist government has given us documentation showing that they're actually great guys that do nothing wrong. So, pro- so problem solved, you know, solution there. And the other thing, and this is the, this is the you know, overwhelming uh, feeling you get from reading things like the RFK book, the, the real uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci, is again, the corruption is so deep. It's so bottomless. It's this, just this bottomless cesspit that uh, resides at the heart of our government. So, you know, there he's like, well, you know, all of our grants have to be overseen by the State Department, which is hilarious and great because if you want to pick one government entity that is most responsible for many of the disasters that America's undergone in the last several decades, it's got to be the State Department. I mean, it's not a coincidence that you put Hillary Clinton at the head of the State Department who then goes out and, uh, you know, murders Gaddafi and, and destroys Libya and creates the, the um, immigration crisis into Europe. It's not a coincidence that Victoria Newland, as head of the State Department, was there putting a puppet on the uh, throne of Ukraine in the presidential seat there in, uh, in Ukraine. The State Department is basically at this point completely confiscated and taken over by elements of the deep state and the CIA. So the State Department is just sort of the public-facing, public policy arm of the CIA, which you know themselves are just the american arm of an international group so you know it, it's all completely completely corrupt and and um, intertwined so it's just one of those things where you go you know well we could we could solve the corruption at nih with the state department but oh wait the state department is even more corrupt than the nih and so it's just every time you go into a deeper level of the united states government you find an even more rotten fetid poisonous you know din of thieves so uh, you know, we're just we're just screwed. Just every problem we're going to talk about today, every single one of them can be laid at the feet of the American government and their partners in the corporate world. Uh, it's just they're just a natural disaster continually besetting us. We, we have to cast them off. We have to get rid of them. It's the, it's the only possible way. We got to secede or just uh, overthrow them or something. There's an old Bedouin saying that's thousands of years old, and it goes like this. Trust in God, but tie up your camel. Hunter S. Thompson put it this way, pray to God, but row away from the rocks. If your boat is going towards the rocks, pray to God that you don't get smashed on them and killed, but also try to row away. You can't just sit there like a jellyfish. And it's the same thing with our immune system. God helps those who help themselves. We have a lot of amazing products on sale right now at InfoWarsStore.com, like the Ultimate Immune Support Pack, our four best-selling products together at 60% off. We have the Trafecta special, three of the best-selling items for 50% off, and X2 sold out, so important for your immune system, back in stock for 40% off for a limited time because we have limited supplies. In fact, one of these items we only have 2,000 bottles of, so the ultimate sale will probably be over in just a few days. Take advantage of this and boost your immune system now and protect yourself and your family at InfoWarsStore.com. The first ten amendments to our country's constitution were adopted in 1791. The first of these broadly protects the rights of free speech and free press. Free speech means the free and public expression of opinions without censorship, interference, and restraint by the government. 231 years later, free speech across America is under chronic and insidious attack. GCN is under attack. Your freedom is currently under siege from those who do not want you to know the truth. I'm asking our fellow broadcasters and you to rise up and help us defend our right to continue telling you the truth. Would you like to join us? 
If so, please consider visiting SaveGCN.com. SaveGCN.com. You may click Follow, Share, Give, and Pray. You may select all of those choices. I'm Vincent Finelli. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, folks, welcome back. The awakening is happening. It really is. As, as Alex Jones identified decades ago, this is truly an information war. And on the information battlefield, the tide is turning slowly but surely. People are waking up to the reality of the situation, and, and the more they suffer in their own lives, the more it becomes apparent that they can't ignore what's going on in secret rooms and, and bizarre global government congresses that take place in foreign countries and yet dictate policy here. They're getting a little bit too obvious with it, in my opinion, yet people are being uh, hypnotized into thinking there's nothing they can do and that this is just it's just happening. These aren't men and women making decisions, setting policy, and then the inevitable outcome of it. It's just sort of a force of nature. Things are just happening, and we have no control over it. That's the uh, ultimate illusion by which they designed to govern. But I think part of you know some of the evidence that this is not really working so well is the failure of the January 6th committee to be the bombshell Hollywood-style you know, uh, uh, country obsession that they want it to be. Certainly the first and second Trump impeachment got a lot more attention than this. The Russiagate investigation got a lot more attention than this. All of the previous frauds and hoaxes have all gotten more attention than this. And if you judge a fraud or a hoax by the attention it gets, this one's just just not doing as well. Although they have carried it on for a year and a half and continue to actually make moves like jailing political dissidents uh, based on january 6th it's not people just aren't falling for it they really aren't uh, uh treating it in the way that the mainstream media would rather they treat it and so they're uh getting a little bit restless and it's it's almost funny because this video that i'm about to show you is uh, jim jordan responding to this and sort of saying saying what i've been saying this whole time uh, but weirdly, this video was posted by a like left wing dude who always is po- he like posts he's he's like a snitch he's like a professional snitch he's just always he's like a little rat in the corner always kind of just like watching what conservatives are up to and then posting it with like a s- sarcastic or condescending title and then uh, you know expects people to take it a certain way but it's funny because he's like a great resource for people like us because he's just always posting like what conservatives are up to if i want to know what matt gates or jim jordan are up to i go to some you know leftist outrage machine snitch account and uh get to download these videos so i don't know if he's posting this in a way that he's trying so i mean the title of it is jim jordan says the january 6 hearings so far have been pointless because nothing is new come out and nothing new has come out that we didn't already know so I don't know. I'm trying to watch this clip and imagine like what leftists see when they watch this because when I see this, I see Jim Jordan telling the truth and he's exactly right and it's really undeniable. And if I was a leftist, I wouldn't want to spread this around because 
people because leftists hate the truth and their entire um, power is predicated on the public believing their lies. So well, why you would spread this, I don't really get it. But here's Jim Jordan talking about the January 6th uh, committee. Apparently leftists think this is some sort of gotcha, but Jim Jordan's just telling the truth about it. Here it is. Congressman Jordan, your name came up quite a few times in the January 6th uh, committee hearing, and uh, I'm wondering what you make of this hearing so far, a couple days. Uh, what seems to be going on, sir? I don't know that we've learned anything new. I mean, um, you know, we knew, we already knew they were, their goal is to stop President Trump from running again. Um, they want to end the Electoral College. Um, so they had hundreds of witnesses, thousands of hours of testimony, and then they have two hearings. And I don't know that we, like I said, we, we learned anything we didn't know already. So um, I think the big takeaway is there's no pushback. There's no cross-examination. There's no, there's no chance to, to hear anything from, uh, from, uh, from a different perspective, which is, um, which is a uh, horrific violation of our most ba- basic and uh, foundational understanding of uh, what a government is and does. So, you know, it's just another thing. I just – it's like Jim Jordan – it's a good dude, doesn't do a lot of things I can complain about, but it's just like, where's the fire? Where's the outrage? Where's the fury at what the Democrats are doing? And I, you know, and I, I hate, I hate being this guy. Cause I feel like this is, I like, I, I have this position a lot of times where like what Jim Jordan said right there was true. He's just like, well, it's nothing we haven't heard before. And, uh, you know, it's just kind of ridiculous that you don't get to hear from the other side. You just get one point of view and it's just like, yeah, that's that's interesting. It's like uh, it's like calling nine one one and being like, "Yeah, hi. There's a uh, there's a man who's um, stabbing my my mother in the uh, yeah. He, he broke in. He's in the kitchen. Yeah, he's got like a steak knife and he's stabbing her. It's like, uh, what's wrong with you? Where is the urgency? <laughs> Do you not understand the seriousness of the situation that's unfolding right before your eyes? Do you not get it? Like, where is the urgency? Where is the fire? Where is the outrage? And it's another place where I'm like, I'm kind of jealous of the left where it's just any any hint that – the political winds might be blowing against them and they're out there rioting and they're waving signs and they're screaming and hollering and shouting and and yelling about how this is the end of democracy. And it's like here you have a show trial being put on on national television where you have one side who is the judge and the prosecutor presenting their case with selectively edited witness testimony. It's like it's a complete outrage. It is a horrific violation of everything we hold dear. Where's the fire? Where's the fight? Like what is wrong with you people? So, you know, like I said, I'd love to be satisfied. I'd love to like for the Republicans just to say something where I can just, unres- uh, you know, without reservation, just go, wow, good job. You did it. That's what we want to see. But it's like 90 percent of the time it's like – Okay, pretty good. You kind of get it. You're you, you're saying the right things, but like, what are you doing about it? And where's the fire? And where's the fight? And and what are you going to do to punish the people who are destroying the Constitution? You are the protectors. What are you going to do to stop it? Complain, whine, sort of shake your head and roll your eyes. Great, fantastic. Well, they're rolling over our country with a steamroller right now. So maybe. Maybe do something to stop it, please, for the love of God. But of course they're not going to. And of course the uh, Democrats will just continue to run roughshod over any limitations of the government. Some latest uh, uh, on January 6th, Dr. Simone Gold has been sentenced to prison for speaking with a megaphone inside the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. She has been uh, she pled guilty to a class A misdemeanor count of entering and remaining in a restricted in a restricted building charge. She's been ordered to pay a nine thousand five hundred dollar fine 
and has now been sentenced to 12 months of super, supervised release after her 60-day prison term in order to pay that uh, nearly $10,000 fine. She can report to prison at a date to be determined. You just come and uh, report to prison for daring to uh, walk through the open door of the Capitol while a police was standing there waving and shaking your hand. I mean, it's just, it is a, it is absolutely, it, it's just bizarre because I've heard more outrage about the treatment of protesters and journalists by Russia and by Saudi Arabia and by, like, the Republicans get very up in arms and very indignant about, you know, the destruction of freedom in Russia when some, you know, CIA operative gets caught and arrested there. They're very mad that, that Russia is not letting them out and letting them, you know, lead a revolution against uh, Vladimir Putin. How dare he not allow the CIA operative to carry out regime change in his own country? They're very mad about that. But when it comes to this exact thing happening in our country, it's crickets. It's silence. They're cowed into cowardice by the uh, fury of the mainstream media and the idea that if they try to stand up for these innocent Americans who are being imprisoned for their political views, then maybe they'll have bad words said about them. It's so outrageous. Serial liar Adam Schiff urges DOJ to pursue criminal charges against Trump for engaging in alleged multiple criminal acts, just completely shredding the concept that this was in any way a legitimate investigation. Uh, No, it was clearly just the predicate and the prerequisite to um, action against Trump, judicial action. It's a violation, again, of the Constitution. They just do it with impunity, apparently. From Politico, tensions escalate as DOJ renews request for January 6th panel transcripts because, see, they're both trying to convince and encourage the Justice Department to launch criminal investigations against Donald Trump while denying them the evidence that they're you know, predicating this request on. The Justice Department on Thursday revealed a deepening rift with the January 6th House Select Committee, accusing the panel of a failure to share its 1,000 witness transcripts. So they've called in these witnesses, they've interviewed them, and uh, they're only releasing segments of their witness transcripts. Although, to be honest, I don't think the Department of Justice should have access to these transcripts. But if they're being used to prosecute people in in the media and in the public, then we need to see the whole thing. So we need to see the entire transcripts. We need to be able to see all of the testimony without it being chosen and picked by the January 6th committee for you know, usefulness to them. That's basically, yeah, that's basically all it is. We found out that uh, Trump called uh, Vice President Pence a uh, wimp and a P-word. So I guess he has to go to jail now. I guess he has to go to jail now because he, he called uh, Mike Pence a pussycat. Are we going to do anything about this? Ladies and gentlemen, we have the truth. We have the smoking gun evidence. We know what happened during the 2020 election, how the deep state controlled Democrats stole the election. All the proof, absolutely cut and dry. There's no denying it. It's the film 2000 Mules by Dinesh D'Souza. And we have the DVD with the expanded extras available right now at InfoWarsStore.com. You can also get the DVD with massive discounts when you get it with other films like Endgame Blueprint for Global Enslavement and the new COVID Land, The Shot, Part 3, that just came out. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the film every American must have. 
This is the most important documentary ever made in U.S. history because it proves that a major presidential election was stolen and it shows how they did it and how they're planning to do it again. Get 2,000 Mules now at InfoWarsStore.com and show it to everyone you can so they don't steal the next election. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to move on from uh, January 6th stuff. Talk about, again, another topic that just continually besets us, not something that is actually a, a real issue, a real problem. Transgenderism. Transgenderism. Time Magazine champions gender expansive teens. When someone wants to complain about how our most respective news outlets once attempted to look objective but are now dwelling on performative activism, see Time Magazine. Time is a shadow of its former self. Every issue is a double issue since no one needs a weekly news magazine at this date. The cover of the June 20. 27 issue looks like graffiti or an overworked chalkboard. It lists the cities of putative mass shootings, then demands in red capital letters, when are we going to do something? Enough! Yes, just performative outrage from our uh, media outlets. Inside our articles with headlines like, in D.C., another cycle of inaction on guns. From the high horse of solidarity journalism, the political elite perennially inept at social change. But another uh, of the another story from the latest... Uh, sample of Time Magazine. Oh, we have it here. Yeah, there it is. Thank you. There it is. The crew's bringing in uh, the Time Magazine. We have it here. The thing itself. Enough. When are we going to do something about it? When are we going to do something? The only thing we know how to do. Pass more laws to limit people's freedoms. And again, that, that's, sort of, that's the key issue here, right? It's just like the problem they've identified at the root of all of this is simply that people have too many freedoms problem with uh, violence is that people are allowed to have guns. The problem with, you know, uh, hatred and lies and division is that, you know, people are just, they have too much free speech. We have to get rid of it. But I want to play now clip number five here because, of course, the latest Time magazine uh, is all in favor of trans and gender expensive, gender expansive uh, little children. So Time magazine led by Mark Benioff's right-hand man to Klaus Schwab, small note there, uh, wants children to be uh, indoctrinated into transgenderism. Trans people think differently. Let's watch. What, what in the hell has a drag queen ever done to make you have so much respect for them and admire them so much, other than put on makeup and, and jump on the floor and writhe around and do sexual things on stage? I have absolutely no idea why... You would want that to influence your child. Would you want a stripper or a porn star to influence your child? It it makes no sense at all. A drag queen performs in a nightclub for adults. There is a lot of filth that goes on, a lot of sexual stuff that goes on. And backstage, there's a lot of nudity, sex, and drugs. Okay? So I don't think that this is... a, a 
an avenue you would want your child to explore. They could explore dressing up at home like we all did, like all gay boys did. We all dressed at home and we had a great time. We had a great time with our girlfriends, putting on makeup, trying on clothes, things like that. But to actually get them involved in drag is extremely, extremely irresponsible on your part. And I understand you might want to look like you're with it, that you're cool, that you're woke, that you're not a Nazi, that you're not a homophobe, whatever, whatever it may be. But you can raise your child to be just a normal, regular, everyday child without including them in gay, sexual things. And honestly, you're not doing the gay community any favors. In fact, you're hurting us, okay? We have already had a reputation of being pedophiles and being perverts and deviants. We don't need you to bring your children around. So you keep your kids at home or take them to Disneyland or take them to Chuck E. Cheese. But if you need your child to be entertained by a big human in a costume or in makeup, take them to the circus or something. When they turn 18, then why don't you take them to the clubs on their 18th birthday? Because it's an adult thing, okay? So don't ruin your child's life. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. I'm not sure who that uh, drag queen was we just uh, heard from, but I'd say I 100% agree. Fully. Un, you know, without reservation. It's just, it's absolutely accurate what he said it's just the the most common sense understanding of what's going on here as we pointed out a million times on this show drag queens has nothing to do with transgenderism or mental health or identity it's a perversion it's a kink it's a sex show that's all it is it's like strippers or anything else it's inappropriate for children, and yet it's being forced down the throat of children by people in power. Do you really have to ask yourself why? And of course, it's all the same characters. It's all the same people. It's the same cabal that's doing all of this, right? Time Magazine writing an article, the well-respected Time Magazine, right? It's, it's a pretty simple kind of equation that happens. You have some eminently respectable American institution that for decades, sometimes centuries, carries out just the, the, the finest uh, reporting and investigate, investigation and uh, re, you know, all, the, all this just fantastic stuff. Whether it's National Geographic, founded in 1888, or Time Magazine, whenever it was founded, or Life, or, or Disney for that matter, it's built up and it garners a reputation for excellence, and then it gets into the hands of somebody like Mark Benioff. Somebody like Mark Benioff, right-hand man to Klaus Schwab, literally his, his understudy, right, who single-handedly has helped to popularize the idea of stakeholder activism in which companies like his, Salesforce, the one he owns, the massive data collection agency used by almost all big tech firms to collect and quantify and make use of the data they glean from your websites and uh, phones and everything else. Like, that's him. That's Mark Benioff. He's the one that owns it. Stakeholder capitalism. He's the one that will threaten to 
pull out billions of dollars of investment from your state if you dare to pass a law he disagrees with. It's not what your voters want. It's not what the people of the state want. It's what Mark Benioff wants, and he'll use his you know, financial weight to uh, force it on you. It's like a cultural what's – what's the term? Like sexual assault. It's like cultural assault, right? It's like doesn't mean it's by force, but it means you know using coercion to force people to do something they wouldn't want to do in order to uh, impose your will on them. That's all that's happening. And, of course, he owns Time magazine now, and it's no coincidence that after, again, decades and decades of high-quality, um, unbiased, factual reporting, it is now simply another – rag another outlet for far left propaganda just like what happened with disney just like what happened with national geographic national geographic which i can't remember what family it is but some family just bought national geographic and they're like and we will undo the centuries of hate that this magazine has helped to foster it's like can you imagine anything further from the truth national geographic represents like such an advancement of you know, human interaction where for the first time ever people were traveling to different parts of the world, not to conquer it, not to take it over, not to extract its resources, but going there with a camera and a typewriter to actually inform the world about these unique cultures that otherwise, you know, would never be heard about anywhere except for, for their particular area. Right. Can you imagine being some uncontacted tribe in the Amazon and you see, you know, a white person with a, with a camera, with electronics, like all this stuff you've never seen before, like an alien race of, of just infinitely superior technology and knowledge and connection and ability, not, you know, physically, you know, I'm not saying superior in terms of humanity, but superior in terms of culture and of accomplishment and of progress and of science. And they show up and, uh, here you are, this, this, you know, uncontacted tribe who's just sort of, uh, made your home in, in a forest for the last several thousand years, very capable of doing that. But, but you know, if, uh, it was a, if it was a contest, if they were there to uh, commit violence against you, you wouldn't stand a chance, quite frankly. But they're not, are they? No, they're there with a camera. They're there to uh, document and show people, you know, in, this, in the civilized world, uh, what you're like in order to inspire empathy for you, in order to, you know, understand that, as strange and as bizarre as your customs may seem to us, they have value and you're worth protecting and uh, you know, preserving. And you know, people need to be made aware of all these bizarre sort of uh, cultures around the world. Like that's what National Geographic was about. And that's what they're apologizing for. So it just happens over and over again, time and time again. Uh, time Magazine is just the, the latest in this um, sort of zombification where they take a previously – uh, previously well-respected and uh, an important uh, publication and just uh, gut it, skin it, wear its skin as a costume in order to give some legitimacy to their uh, ridiculous and absurd and destructive ideas. Of course, it's all in coordination with WEF and all of their you know, people they've placed in positions of power. And so they go you know, overseas to some you know, big meeting behind closed doors. They set policy. It's a Congress. It's just like any other governmental organization except they're not voted and they aren't held accountable for their, uh, the choices that they make. Instead, they just make policy regardless of how the people who are affected by this policy might feel about it. And then they implement it across the entire world in a, in a unified uh, 
effort that makes it seem as if it's good or undeniable or unstoppable, right? Same way they do with uh, things like inflation. If you, if you do it at a worldwide level, then your national leaders can go, well, it's not me. Well, it's not Biden's fault because the whole world is going through this. So, you know, it's, it's, it's nobody's fault, I guess, except for the people who have appointed themselves the global government and is setting policy. And you can see where this coordination comes into place. Biden announces sweeping executive order to advance radical LGBTQI plus agenda in schools. New executive order bans, quote, conversion therapy, which now includes suggesting that a child should not go under uh, undergo medical transition. So there you go. If a child comes to you and says, I might, you know, I not even like I might be a different gender. If they have to come to you and they just say, you know, I'm just anxious. I have trouble making friends. Then it's perfectly legal and in fact encouraged. And there are programs to make sure that you have the best resources to convince the child and, uh, you know, the protection of privacy from the parents. So nobody else in the child's life has to know that you're, uh, you know, influencing them. But if they come to you and say, you know, I'm I'm feeling a little anxious. I feel a little out of sorts. I feel a little you know, uh, uncomfortable with my peers, uh, then you can take them to the side. You can remove them from recess from the rest of their class and keep them alone in the classroom. And you can educate them about, well, maybe you're a different gender. Have you ever thought you're a different gender? And actually, it's really cool to be a different gender. And actually, you know, if you're worried about people liking you, they're going to love you if you're just a different gender. And we can tell you about how you can get gender transition medicine through the school without having to tell your parents. And if you, if you know, if your parents aren't okay with this, then we'll dress you up as a, in a dress like a little girl once you get to school. And we'll call you, you know, Simone instead of Simon. Uh, but just don't tell your parents. So all of this is legal. All of this grooming, all of this conversion therapy taking place with people in positions of authority in school, in private, with your children, held secret from you, all of that is not just legal but approved. However, if the child then comes home and says, you know, hey, I, I think I might be a girl. My teachers told me I might be a girl and, and I, I want to get a, a, a sex change. I want to start taking hormone blockers and I want to start binding my breasts or I want to start, uh, you know, chemically castrating myself. Uh, and you say, I, well, I don't think that's a good idea. Well, that's illegal. Now you are trying to convert that child. You're trying to affect that child. You're trying to sway that child towards your belief. And that's, that cannot be allowed. Again, not a, this is not hypothetical. This is not, you know, some crazy right-wing evangelical in the 90s saying this is what's coming because they were right, unfortunately. But no, it's here now, and I'm just telling you what the laws are now. I'm not speculating. I'm not saying this is something you have to worry about. I'm telling you what is in the executive order that Biden just signed, okay? And it's the same thing that we covered because they did it in Canada because they're doing it on a worldwide basis because it is a cabal of internationalists that are implementing this. They're transhumanists. They're globalists. They own the magazines and the politicians, and they're implementing this whether you like it or not, and they will put laws into place that will make your opposition to their plans for your children illegal. So conversion therapy, now illegal, and that means opposing their agenda. It's illegal. Back in stock, down and out liquid sleep support. It's been out of stock for a while. It's one of uh, three sleep aids we have at InfoWarsStore.com. Uh, This one has been very popular. It sold off the shelves. It's back in stock, down and out liquid sleep support. This is probably the strongest sleep aid that we have, I would say. Knockout, Rocket Rest, both great, comes in pill form. This is the liquid tincture, and I think this is probably the most powerful one. 
Survival Shield X2 nascent iodine. This is, if you haven't done an iodine challenge yet, have you haven't done the iodine challenge, what are you waiting for? Now is the time. Super male and super female vitality. Living Defense Plus and the Organic Greens Fiber Caps. Uh, we have a limited supply of these right now, but we want to sell them all out so we can order a new batch. It was very popular. The Organic Greens Fiber Caps. But we have all kinds of other great supplements that uh, are, are great for so many different things. Take advantage of those. We here at InfoWars are proud to announce the first ever Kava Kava Root Supplement that is now available at InfoWarsStore.com. Kava is one of the hottest new breakthroughs in the natural health world today, though it has been used for hundreds of years in the Pacific Islands for its relaxation and euphoric effects. According to ancient Samoan legend, Kava was given as a gift by the sun god Tagaloa, who they considered to be the supreme ruler and creator of the universe. The Samoan people would drink kava tea during social gatherings and sacred ceremonies to loosen up a little. Nowadays, kava is used around the world by many who enjoy its serious benefits. The new Kava Chill by Dr. Jones Naturals contains a full blend of not only kava kava, but other herbs including, but not limited to, German chamomile, organic skullcap, and valerian root. We do expect to sell this new product quickly, so be sure to secure yours by visiting InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, folks, I got to be honest. I knew time was a rag. I had no idea how thoroughly propagandistic this whole thing is. A quick note, the uh, crew has informed me that the drag queen that we showed in the first five minutes of this hour is named Kitty Demure and apparently had his Twitter account deleted immediately after making that very sensible video pointing out that drag queens are not something fun for children. They're a sexual display by adult gay men to arouse each other so why are you taking kids to this you absolute freaks now he put it a little bit nicer than that but still not nicely enough to avoid the censors at twitter from deleting his entire account account because of course they did of course they did so kitty demure maybe we reach out maybe we have him on the show that'd be fun um I'll get more into this executive order about LGBTQ agenda in school because it's pretty horrific. But just during the break here, I was flipping through Time magazine. I'm going to go ahead and open up the phone lines right now uh, so we can take your calls while I'm going through this. But uh, give us a call if you want to call into the American Journal. Phone lines now open, one 789 2539 Give us a call. We'll be taking your calls uh, throughout the rest of the show, uh, including when uh, Christy Lee joins me in studio. So give us a call about any and all topics. Open line Friday. Here on American Journal, one 789 2539 So let's just flip through this Time magazine. I'm not going to skip around. I'm not going to skip to a certain story. I'm just going to go through it. So of course, we have an uh, advertisement for uh, the Islamic Kingdom of uh, Dubai. They're on the front. I mean, I was really kind of amazed at this. So the first story begins, for many of us who attended the 2020 World Economic Forum meeting in Davos, Switzerland <laughs> – Right, So we just start off with a, a love story about Davos and uh, the World Economic Forum and how important and, and good it is, this by the uh, editor-in-chief. Because again, these things used to be secret. They used to do them 
quietly because they knew that at least they thought the American people wouldn't stand for some international cabal of uh, corporatists gathering together to set policy. But now they've uh, op- they've taken that mask off and they're they're open about it. So now they're talking about what a good thing it is. That's the first story you see letter letter from the editor about how important World Economic Forum is in uh, Switzerland. Then we get this uh, second story conversation also about time at davos time and sampo hosted a dinner to kick off davos 2022 the annual world economic forum conference in switzerland as the world's most influential leaders convened may 22nd through 26th to strategize about how to solve the most pressing global challenges that ironically they are the ones who caused hey i have an idea of how to solve these problems i can't tell you what it is though so there you go. First two stories about how great uh, the World Economic Forum is and about how time is dedicated to the mission of uh, the globalist uh, unelected corporate government. Uh, and then, of course, we flip to the next one. We have a, a very big uh, quote from Vol- Volodymyr Zelensky about uh, why they'll never stop sending Ukrainians into the meat grinder for you know their own self-importance. So that's good. Okay, so – uh, just in case you're 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 on your uh, leftist talking point globalist propaganda checklist, we've got World Economic Forum, Davos uh, celebrating it, media cooperation in that, then of course pushing the war in Ukraine as if there's any reason for us to even be in the war in Ukraine, and then of course uh, the the fourth thing we have to encounter here is hearings worth watching. The committee investigating the Capitol attack has a prime time plan to captivate captivate the nation. It's about how important the uh, show trial is. That is destroying any semblance of uh, judicial limitations in this country as they go after their political opponents. So, uh, so far, these are the, these are the stories that we found. Uh, and then, of course, the, the big story on January 6th, calling it the greatest political crime ever attempted by an American president. Totally uh, you know, unbiased and uh, a fair reporting on what actually happened. Then why not? We'll throw in a uh, quick note on the, on the royal family as if we care about them. Uh, when should kids get COVID-19 boosters? Like I'm telling you, it's it's just without break. It's just World Economic Forum, war in uh, Ukraine. We have to keep fighting. We have to keep supporting. Stop thinking about it. Stop asking questions. Peace will never come. We have to just dominate and and destroy. And when should I get my kid booster shots? And are you paying attention to the January 6th hearings? I mean, it's just it's just incredible. It's just a propaganda like you know, uh, incredibly compact propaganda nugget we're, we're dealing with here. It's just absolutely wild. Okay, so COVID-19, a uh, little uh, January 6th. Biden balances military aid and escalation risk in Ukraine. Again, a little bit more warmongering. We're focused on what we think the Ukrainians need for the current fight. Why we're fighting, not a focus. Uh, look, a, a story about a restaurant. A very glowing story about how wonderful it is to open a restaurant in the beautiful country of Dubai. Yes, Dubai is a wonderful, beautiful place uh, that is just completely worthy of um, support and uh, advertisement and all this wonderful stuff. Uh, America, evil. America is is hopelessly tainted by our past sins. Uh, Unsavable. We're just a product of nothing but racism and hatred. Uh, but the Middle East, great. Middle East is fantastic and wonderful and has never done anything wrong, right? And they have the great tampon shortage of 2022. Fantastic, amazing, great, it's wonderful. I, I love living in this country in the current age. Uh, it's awesome. And then we get to climate change. <laughs> I mean, literally, it's just like a checklist. It's just, 
If you were to ask me to make a checklist of all of the propaganda talking points from the left, you would just have to flip through Time magazine here. Climate change, COVID-19, all the sorts of stuff. Oh, and then a nice big, uh, nice big advertisement for uh, Winston cigarettes. <laughs> I didn't even know they could advertise these anymore. <laughs> it's just incredible. Oh, and then we get to Me Too. Yes, they're still covering Me Too stuff. One would hope after years after the Me Too went viral, our culture would have developed a nuanced understanding of assault. Yeah, that's what came out of Me Too, was a nuanced understanding of assault. Yeah, that's what I think of when I think of Me Too, when I think of uh, hysterical women shrieking that you're not allowed to question them when they make claims of uh, rape very conveniently right before a Supreme Court justice uh, gets confirmed. Yeah, you're just supposed to believe them uncritically. Of course, to these insane people, that's a, a nuanced understanding of what assault means. I mean, it's just, it really is wild. Like, it really is insane. We got some NFTs here. Good. So they're trying to get into that scam as well. Climate is everything. More climate change nonsense, right? Just keeps going. How about this one? Society, how I lost myself to motherhood. Another positive, uplifting story from Time, which says in this case, quote, pregnancy and birthing have almost always had a way of obliterating the self. Great. It's great. It's wonderful. They love humanity so much, right? It's just crazy. It's just crazy. Ukraine, COVID, climate change, global warming. Don't be a mother. Don't be a parent. And then, then you get to no less than one, two, three, four pages published straight from the China Daily. China Watch. Legendary land of mystery. It's the only one that actually covers things in a, in a sort of interesting, cool way. It's like animals and like neat things about nature. Uh, but it is directly from the Chinese communist government, and it is Chinese propaganda paid to be put in Time magazine. And then, of course, we finally get to gun control, where they have story after story about why Americans do not have a right to defend themselves. And then a very glowing article about Ursula van der Leyen, who, of course, we've covered in this show before. Time magazine, go screw yourself. There's an old Bedouin saying that's thousands of years old, and it goes like this. Trust in God, but tie up your camel. Hunter S. Thompson put it this way. Pray to God, but row away from the rocks. If your boat is going towards the rocks, pray to God that you don't get smashed on them and killed, but also try to row away. You can't just sit there like a jellyfish. And it's the same thing with our immune system. God helps those who help themselves. We have a lot of amazing products on sale right now at InfoWarsStore.com, like the Ultimate Immune Support Pack, our four best-selling products together at 60% off. We have the Trafecta special, three of the best-selling items for 50% off, and X2 sold out, so important for your immune system, back in stock for 40% off for a limited time because we have limited supplies. In fact, one of these items we only have 2,000 bottles of, so the ultimate sale will probably be over in just a few days. Take advantage of this and boost your immune system now and protect yourself and your family at InfoWarsStore.com. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Oh boy. Uh, we'll, we'll go to your phone calls here in just a second. I just, I cannot get over what's happened to Time Magazine. 
this just is this is just wild. I even get I, I was like halfway through. Just very quickly, just we'll we'll flip through here and we'll just tell you what Time magazine thinks are the biggest stories in America right now that they need to cover. First, of course, letter from the editor, World Economic Forum, Davos. It's a wonderful thing. We They love you, and you have to submit to them. Time at Davos, how Time Magazine is actually involved in the global government program. Uh, big quote from Vol- Volodymyr Zelensky, we have to support Ukrainian war. And, of course, hearings worth watching. January 6th, then, uh, yeah, more January 6th nonsense. Then kids need COVID-19 boosters. Then more warmongering for... Uh, military aid for the war in Ukraine, then a celebration of Dubai, then a story about tampons, uh, then a story about climate change, then a story about the Me Too uh, uh, movement that happened, uh, then a story about uh, NFTs, so they're doing that scam, climate uh, change once again, then uh, don't be a mother, motherhood is terrible, you lose yourself, and it's like dying if you become a mother, then a four-page spread straight from the communist uh, Chinese government. <laughs> China Watch, presented by China Daily. Then, of course, gun control uh, in D.C., another cycle of inaction on guns. Gun control, gun control, another article on gun control, another article on gun control, and yet another article on gun control, all, of course, pushing one singular uh, unadulterated view. Then a celebration of Ursula van der Leyen, who, of course, is uh, uh, the noble uh, member of a noble house there in Germany, who's married to another member of a noble house who happens to be on the board of a company that created uh, gene-altering uh, uh, injections similar to the vaccine and, is, of course, helping to lead the push of Ukraine and uh, the vaccine lockdowns. And they're, of course, celebrating what a wonderful genius this lady is. Uh, because she was appointed as uh, head of the EU. Uh, then, of course, you get stories about uh, the the victory of buying a home, because buying a home these days is so rare for uh, the average American that uh, just can't do it. So yeah, you, you write stories about what a, what a unique and, and rare occurrence it is. People actually f- buy a house uh, and can afford one. No stories about, you know, uh, BlackRock buying up entire neighborhoods, no story about how we got to this uh, case, just nonsense. Then, of course, we get to the, uh, the, big, the big story here. We aren't going anywhere. Pain and pride of a generation is changing how America sees gender. See, what they do is they indoctrinate children, and then they point to children and go, see, they're changing. See, see how they are changing America because we're listening to them, but actually we're the ones that told them everything they believe. So convenient how that works. So again, just multiple page spread about why little children who have never had a sexual interaction actually are defined by uh, their uh, sexual attractions. So really incredible stuff. Then, of course, this GOP strategy to use transports bans for political gain. Because, again, they have to just portray everything as deceptive from the GOP. If you wouldn't try to put men and women's sports, the GOP wouldn't have anything to capitalize on, would they? GOP didn't just come up with this out of nowhere and start doing things about it. it you guys were doing things, and now the GOP is reacting, and now they're going, well, the GOP is trying to maximize on that. I mean, it's just the same thing over and over. And then, of course, we get a full page spread, just in case you were still a little bit unsure about what the whole you know, goal was. We have a whole one-page spread in Time Magazine for the World Government Summit Shaping future governments, a decade of shaping a better future for humanity through inspiring and enabling the next generation of governments, uh, advertising the World Government Summit at worldgovernmentsummit.org. Just wild. It is just wild. 
Oh, and then, of course, uh, Japan needs more women in the boardroom. Obviously, it does. Clearly, right? And the green transition, more climate change, carbon bad, uh, cars bad. Uh, another ad. I'm just, I haven't even been to these pages yet. But we're just. Oh, look, uh, another at the end. So we bookmark it with uh, fawning, drooling articles about the World Economic Forum. So we started with the letter of the editor talking about Times' participation in the World Economic Forum, and we end with an interview with uh, the president of the World Economic Forum, Bourget Brindy. Just, just wild. Just absolutely insane what passes for uh, a publication these days. With that, we go out to your uh, phone calls. We've got Grant in Australia. Hey, calling all the way from Australia. That's awesome. Thanks for calling in, Grant. You're on the air. Morning, Harrison. How are you going? Good. How are you? Oh, yeah, not too bad. Bit after midnight. Coming right. into winter. Daylight savings finished a little while ago. So, yeah, I, I just thought I'd ring in and talk to you about some things Mike Adams was talking about a couple of weeks ago that I saw when I was watching. Okay, fantastic. Well, we're, we're glad you call in. I love getting uh, international calls, and Australia's about as far away as you can get from Texas, so uh, this really is a worldwide broadcast. Uh, what's on your mind, Grant? Uh, Mike Adams talking about, I see you say, uh, the Chinese War Council. Yeah, yes. Uh, Mike was uh, disclosing uh, that there had been a leak that the um, CCP was preparing an invasion force for November, fitting out ships and loading ships. And uh, there was a bit of a discussion about what an invasion of America by China would look like. Mm. I was thinking about that during my day for a couple of days, and I was like, oh, no. I sort of thought about Taiwan and sort of like a little... Not not a very big sort of jump across from China, and then I, it sort of dawned on me that China's been doing a lot of political uh, and military uh, building up development. Yeah, in, yeah. In, yeah, building up like north of Indonesia, and uh, they've been putting those islands in the military bases mm-hmm. and getting in and cutting in cutting in on Australia's. Uh, Political uh, diplomacy in in Pacific Islands, sort of Australia's neighbours, and uh, I, I just it dawned on me that you know that it would probably be a really uh, with all the trade and they're buying lots of uh, minerals and ores and stuff like a lot of natural resources from Australia. It would just uh, it just dawned on me that it'd be logical for them to invade Australia. Right, and I no, just wanted I, to get it out there because I, if, you, if it's going to happen, people need to know. Absolutely, and I, you know, China has been making moves against Australia. There's been a lot of uh, tension between those countries for quite a while, and uh, it's Australia is such a strange place because it's so Western, and yet it's just surrounded by the most foreign uh, uh, cultures to the West. I mean, you're right there next to China and Indonesia and, and Japan and everything, and of course. China prefers to take over economically. If they can just buy your country out from under you, that's the way they'll do it. But they're clearly on the warpath militarily. Here's a story from Reuters today, uh, Grant. 
China launches third aircraft carrier named after province opposite of Taiwan. So China has just launched its third aircraft today called the Fujian, named after the province opposite of self-ruled Taiwan, sending a statement of intent to rivals as it modernizes its military. So, I mean, yeah, are, are people in Australia or are you personally worried about the aggressive actions of China since they are on your doorstep? Well, it's been a subject of contention for a long time. Uh, there's, there was, uh, a, it was, there was a polit- political discussion about the yellow peril some decades ago, and uh, that was the threat of, you know, uh, China or an Asian countries like, you know, because they're on our doorstep, like you say, the threat that if we weren't prepared, they could quite easily. Uh, Attempt that much like China, Japan did in World War Two, uh, and you know it's just always sort of been a bit of a you know they said oh uh, a lot of there's been a lot of discussion about that through my lifetime I'm I'm forty I'm turning forty five next week well wow. so, yeah it's been it's been it's it's always been there you know what I mean it's always been part of the of, uh, Part of the discussion, ambient, yeah, but but you know, not enough has been done to stop it. At this point, there's something like 20 building projects that the Chinese government is funding all around the world, from Australia to South America, building ports. And as the U.S. government says, there is no difference between commercial and military installations when it comes to China. It's time to show them what a real alpha male looks like with one of our most powerful products ever made, Alpha Power. As you age, your body can lose testosterone over time. With the incredible ingredients in this formula, we can help you beat the test of time and assist in restoring that lost energy and mood that comes with time and age. Alpha Power's incredible ingredients can help you boost your sports performance or enhance your day-to-day life with ease while encouraging hormonal balance. Perfect by itself or with super male vitality in the true alpha male pack. Alpha Power can help boost performance, help maintain normal testosterone levels, support healthy cholesterol, and more. Let Alpha Power help bring you to the peak of your optimal health. Don't fall short on energy in the fight against tyranny. Show the world what a true alpha male looks like today with Alpha Power. Head to InfoWarsStore.com today. Ladies and gentlemen, In the last 30 months, we've witnessed the globalists hit humanity and hit humanity extremely hard. It is beyond critical that everyone listening to the sound of my voice protect yourselves and your families to the greatest extent possible. And these two new sales do that. We have the ultimate immune support, 60% off when you get these four items together. The immune support, X2, D3 gummies, and multivitamin. The immune support formula is incredible by itself. These other three together, it is amazing. 60% off. Then the trifecta immune support, 50% off on immune support, X2, and D3 gummies. And then 40% off on X2, now back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. Now, just the X2 alone is the missing link with most people. Highest quality deep breath crystal iodine, beyond critical for your immune system and your whole body. It's 40% off back in stock, but get four of the products together for 60% off. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Well, I'll tell you.
way, folks, if you look at the, if you, if you just look at the headlines, you'll see that China is making major expand, uh, ex, you know, expansive action militarily when it comes to its third aircraft carrier that it just launched, the first uh, flat-topped aircraft carrier with a catapult launch system, full-length flight deck named after the uh, province of China directly across the water from Taiwan, sending a, a message. But if you look at the internal documents of the U.S. military, you actually see, and this is, this is the video of the uh, ship being released, uh, uh, launched, right? We, we, we had a big segment yesterday about the uh, subway system in China. Just understand all of this is funded with your money. All of this is being you know, organized and directed by people at the top, big uh, financial firms and uh, banking combines that have decided that China is the future. China is the way forward. China has a solid grip on its people that allows them to be completely controlled, which is very convenient to people who uh, want that worldwide. So they've decided that uh, China is where the investment will go. China's able to spend money on its people. China can have um, policies that are complete contradiction to the woke ideology but not suffer a second for it. But if you look at the internal documents from the American military, they are less worried about the buildup of China's military as they are worried about the buildup of China's commercial expansion because the Belt and Road Initiative is still in full swing and there are dozens of projects being carried out by China to build ports all around the world, including in our own backyard. And as the United States military says, there is no distinction between a commercial endeavor and a military endeavor when it comes to China. They're both – their commerce and their military are aspects of the same communist organization. So just very quickly going through some headlines here. In Sierra Leone, a Chinese port building plan raises ire. Many locals think China is hoovering up their country's natural resources. This from August of uh, last year. Uh, the Africa Report is China weaponizing ports built along the Belt and Road Initiative. This from September 2020. Older stories, but the buildup has not slowed down, and the concerns raised by these stories have not been addressed in the uh, interval. China expanding its ports worldwide. This from the Sunday Guardian. Radio Free Asia has reported that China is building a new military port at Bata in the Central African nation of Equatorial Guinea, first Chinese port on West Africa's Atlantic coast. The U.S. is concerned about Chinese first, China's first military presence opposite the east coast of America and only 6,000 miles from Washington. This is a strategic location for China. Professor Bo Hu of Peking University suggested that Bata might be useful to pin down U.S. forces en route to the Indo-Pacific. Again, it's being built under the Belt and Road Economic Initiative, but it in fact has a very important military role to play. China's future gateway to Latin America is a mega port in Peru. Despite local opposition, Chinese investors are pumping billions into the uh, Chanke project, a massive port complex north of Lima that will boost trade between China and Latin America as a whole. China ports and docks in Latin America, this from April of last year. Uh, talking again about China's expansion policy, of which Latin America is a part, and you can actually see uh, many ports in uh, Mexico and Central America with Chinese docks, including right near the border of uh, California, several more lower down uh, in Veracruz and elsewhere in Mexico, uh, a few there in uh, uh, Paraguay and uh, Puerto Rico. 
Freeport, just off the coast of Florida, and uh, Santiago there in uh, Cuba. So multiple of these. And then uh, you have this story from foreignpolicy.com. Washington must respond to China's growing military presence in Latin America. So uh, China is on the rise. China is expanding. America is doing very little, if anything, to stop it. And uh, it's going to be bad. It's going to be real bad. So back out to your phone calls now. I understand it's Clown Car's birthday. Happy birthday, Clown Car. Thanks for calling in. Uh, You're on the air, sir. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to me, happy birthday to me. What's the greatest thing I could see is the reality from Harrison. Hey, Harrison, how are you? Very good. Thank you for calling in, Clown Car. Happy birthday. I hope it's a, uh, I hope it's a very good one. Oh, thank you. I have plans on taking my turtles for a walk on the boardwalk in Coney Island. So. Fantastic. <laughs> a little lunch by the snake. Hey, listen, Harrison, I just wondered, Time Magazine, right? So has it always been a rag, or is there any tie through, uh, you know, any kind of truth? Uh, you know, I was uh, looking that up. Time Magazine actually has all of their old art, uh, all of their old um, editions archived online, so you can search, like, Time Magazine 1980 and see what a uh, actual decent magazine looks like. See, here's the problem. I'm glad you said it just like that. Uh, accidentally, recently, I had a locker that had like 1970 flea market stuff, which had numerous amounts of real great propaganda stuff from Time Magazine, Rolling Stone, uh, you name it. There's all kinds of cool magazines and articles. And you really get to see when it all started way back when, yeah. like in high school yearbooks, who's friends with who, hanging out with who. Really interesting stuff you hit in this old school locker. Now, remember, I always said don't burn the books, right? Right. Because that's how they're tricking you now. They're putting that stuff online saying, this is the way it was back then. No, it wasn't. I got the book. Right. 1970 locked in a locker, and it's got 40 years of dust on it to prove it. And I'm going to start posting some funny stuff. So you stay doing that, a clown car, MIC. Well, I hope you have a good birthday. Thank you so much uh, for the call. And yeah, go go check out the old time magazines from the 1980s, and uh, you actually see them. You know, asking important questions, making some uh, pretty good, uh, you know, observations. Here's a story about, you know, why inflation is bad, uh, something that Time Magazine today not not necessarily worried about. A uh, story about silver and uh, the largest owner of silver in the world and how he's making a, a bundle off uh, silver. I mean, it's just, uh, just, just good, normal stuff, just informational, a little bit propagandistic too. Let's let's be honest. Propaganda has been around forever, but uh, yeah, things have definitely changed very recently and very rapidly. Uh, but thanks for calling in for Clown Car. Hope you have fun. Hope your uh, turtles enjoy the walk. Uh, fantastic as all as ever. Let's uh, final final word, Clown Car. Oh yeah, yeah, you're still there. All right. So what I was trying to say is, yeah, you can't look online for this stuff anymore because they preach revisionist history. Everything is being tricked on us now. Everything is being rewound and rewritten. So you can't even look back at this stuff online. Got to get the original stuff in your hands. That's what I'm trying to say. Don't let him burn the books, Harrison. I love you. 100%. Love you too, Clown Car. Have a good birthday. Let's go now to Maggie in Georgia, who uh, wants to talk about what the what's at the heart of all of these issues. Thanks for calling in, Maggie. You're on the air. Hi, thanks for taking my call. Um, so I just wanted to say something about uh, something you said the other day when you were interviewing Taylor Hansen, which I love the interview, by the way. Um, but at one point, you just, you were like, um, you know, if this had been an insurrection, what would it have looked like? And, like, that was just such a big moment for me. Because, like, that's what I've been screaming about all of this stuff the whole time. Like, um, you know, you have a real problem if, you know, you look at something and think it's an insurrection. Like, where are all the dead bodies? 
Like, same with COVID. Like, where are they? Like, how long do you think you could be shielded from these realities? There would be a lot of blood besides just, you know, the peaceful protester, Ashley Babbitt. But, like, there would be a lot more signs that these things were going on. And so it's just, it's frustrating for me how you can kind of get in these, um, I don't know, these rabbit holes where you're trying to argue with these people and they're like, do you have a source for that? Like, I don't need a source (laughs) for that. Like, sometimes you just don't need to rely on those. Rely on what you see or what you don't see. Like, where are the hearses constantly driving across town? Like, where where are the cemeteries constantly digging? Like, come on. And then same with January 6th. And I think if you get to that point where, you know, you, you don't even rely on what you see anymore, then, you know, it's no wonder, you know, Leah Thomas won the whatever right. women's championship. Right. No, it's 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 such a good point that yeah, they can really get away with anything uh, once they get you Absolutely. to stop stop believing your your own eyes. And yeah, if you just listen to their descriptions of January 6th, the image that comes to mind is horrific, like an insurrection, a violent takeover. Uh, and then you look at the actual imagery and it's a bunch of peaceful, unarmed people waving flags and singing the American anthem. So the national anthem. So yeah, completely backwards. And you're right about COVID too. Way back when, when it was like, oh, we're in this terrible pandemic, uh, you can tell because all the doctors are doing TikTok dances, right? It was one of these things where it was just like, this is not comporting. The reality is, is, is different than what you're telling me, and all it takes is my eyes to see this. Great point, right. Maggie. Oh, thank you. Um, thanks for taking my call. Well, thank you very much for calling in. Uh, we don't have too much time, but we'll go quickly to Sean in California. Uh, thanks for calling in. Sean, you're on the air. Hey, Harrison. I'll try to be fast with this, although uh, Clown Car made a great point and real quick for his, his uh, comment and your comment when everything changed was the 2012 smith month modernization act where they could aim propaganda against american people if we get that repealed i think uh journalism might go a step back towards being honest you know that, that, point, that's a part of it uh, we're, we're coming up against a break here i'll, I'll hold you over we'll, we'll take your call uh in the first segment of the next uh, hour so just one minute from now we'll go back to sean uh in in california uh, but yeah, look, they're, they're, they're burning the books. They're changing history. They're trying to create a completely falsified imaginary world. And uh, it's all just very funny and bizarre looking from the outside and just being able to think for yourself. It's, it's like a superpower now. I'm a humble person. And I want to say that I'm just a man. But I'm not just a man. Just like you. No matter what color you are, whether you're a man or a woman, you were made by the creator of the universe who had a plan for you, who has a destiny for you. That's why the system hates you and fears you, and that's why they hate me. It's because the spirit I carry is one of justice and truth and courage and honor and will and love. My friends, the enemy's coming after me, not because I'm a loser, but because I'm a winner. They're coming after you, not because you're a bad person, because you're a good person, because you love God and God loves you. And so I signed up for this. I signed up for this fight. And I'm not a victim. I'm an overcomer. But I can't fight this fight without you. That's why I want you to always remember that I appreciate you and I thank you because InfoWars is your fight. InfoWars is your baby. It's a thing you built. We did this together. So God bless you all. Let's keep fighting. 